0: Welcome to the Risk and Repeat podcast, episode number 86. I'm Rob Wright, editor of Search Security, and I am here (laughs) with my good friend. And I am here, as usual, with my good friend and colleague, Peter Lotion. Peter, welcome. Hi, Rob. How are you doing? (laughs) Great. Thank you. How are you? I know you're thrilled to be back in here to discuss uh, Bitcoin. Always happy to be here. Yeah, this is part two of our, our Bitcoin Bonanza. We, for those that didn't catch part one, you know, for the benefit of new listeners, readers, etc., we discussed in last week's episode how the rising price of Bitcoin, well, we, we discussed the rising price of Bitcoin and then sort of speculated about the effects of that increase, that surge, that Bitcoin boom on InfoSec and a number of in a number of ways was the fluctuating price the increasing price in bitcoin was that tied to the cybercrime activity around ransomware for example i've been told repeatedly that ransomware is everywhere and everyone's getting inf- infected and people are buying up bitcoin to pay off the you know the, the ransom demands which are usually in a cryptocurrency usually in bitcoin uh, and then we also discussed well is the rising price is that going to lead to more attacks, more people being targeted that own Bitcoin. Uh, uh, Bitcoin exchange is being hacked. And, not, and I believe it was NiceHash was uh, was breached recently. So we discussed all that. And then we said, you know, part two, let's let's leave it there. Let's go to part two and, and discuss uh, a new trend, which I'm just I'm just thrilled to discuss. I am really fascinated by this trend. I know I said thrilled in a way that seems like I am being facetious. I'm, I'm not thrilled that this is a real thing, but I'm kind of fascinated by it. So it's crypto jacking. And it's like Bitcoin mining, but not really. <laughs> and Peter, you're familiar with Bitcoin mining and um, as someone that you, you're you know what Bitcoin is, you have some Bitcoin. A little bit, yeah. Um, a little bit to both of those questions, right? So, so Bitcoin mining is—if you want to sort of explain what it is for those that don't know how it goes—you're essentially using, you're, you're essentially hunting for new Bitcoin. That that seems about right. I, when I say I know a little
1: bit about it, I'm not exaggerating, or maybe I am, but um, but yeah, you're you're basically you're running your computer. Uh, gpus the uh, graphical processing uh, cards yep um that can do are have turned out it over the last couple of years several years it turns out that that's the the tool that makes the crypto mining go faster yep and better mm-hmm. and so people spend massive amounts of money on on these big fat gpus that are uh, that they they install into the computers and then they um they crunch numbers basically yep. and if they catch a, you know, if they get a a good chunk of Bitcoin, I mean, in a lot of ways, you it, it's really probably a good way to think about it is as literally mining. Yeah. Where you've you're the more Bitcoin is worth, the more it's worth it to mine. So if Bitcoin is worth twenty thousand or eight or fifteen thousand dollars per coin, yeah, um, then it's worth spending some fraction some large fraction of that amount right to generate one right whereas if bitcoin is only $5 per coin then eh, there's not that much value in mining it now i'm not saying that you know i'm just saying that the, the amount of of power that you use to to mine for it when you know if gold is $10,000 per ounce it's worth it same with oil any commodity yep anything if the if the cost of getting it is less than the cost of selling it then what's you're, the point? Gonna, yeah. you're gonna do it yeah yeah I mean if the cost of getting it is more than what you can get for someone. The, yeah, then what's the point then, to it? then what's the point yeah. yeah so that's pretty much about all I know
0: yeah no well that's a substantial amount yeah and to your point about GPUs we've seen this recently I mean we're, we're talking high ends uh, GPUs graphics cards like the fat you know the like the gold-covered NVIDIA ones You know, thousand dollar or three. I think the gold-covered one uh, is actually three thousand dollars. And it's not. I mean, they. they, Most of the time, those high-end graphics cards, uh, they are used for really top-end, extremely powerful PC gaming machines. Uh, I I have some familiarity with that. Yes, Um, you do. I know how much. how expensive <laughs> graphics cards are I'm actually in the process of upgrading my system or buying or building a whole new system. And yeah, the the price of a good graphics card, a top shelf graphics card has not gone down. Um, so yeah, you, it requires a lot of power to mine for Bitcoin. And this this is really interesting. We've, we've seen a lot of stories about this recently about Uh, how much energy how much power is being consumed in the pursuit of finding new bitcoins to do Bitcoin mining and there was a story there's been a bunch of stories but there's one in particular that caught my eye on uh, it believe it was Newsweek where they said (laughs) the headline is ridiculous the headline makes me think this was like an onion story it said Bitcoin mining on track to consume all of the world's energy (laughs) by 2020 it could have
1: been an onion uh, headline yeah but maybe not this year it's, maybe maybe last year yeah yeah
0: but no it, it it's despite the headline it's basically saying that right now the amount of uh, the amount of energy the amount of power computing power that's being used to hmm. mine for Bitcoin is is it's predicted to um, increase about 20fold since the start of the year Um by, from the start of 2017 to the end, and by 2020 eclipse, you know, what most um, countries are spending on energy today, this year. I mean, that's incredible. That is, like right now, I think they said that, um, according to an analysis, uh, the amount of energy being used, uh, the Bitcoin energy consumption index, uh, I don't know how reputable this is, but it, right now it was, um, uh consuming more than 33 terawatts of electricity annually which is more than like a country the size of denmark that's that's, a lot. that's pretty serious <laughs> they keep the lights on and everything running in denmark you're spending more energy uh, for for bitcoin mining um so it's not it's not cheap in terms of energy costs it's not cheap in terms of the amount of computing power that you need, the amount of graph, the, the the type of GPU that you would need to effectively do this, um, and then you consider like just just you know if you buy a thousand dollar graphics card for one machine, that's not going to get you. If you're just using one machine, that's not going to get you much. Enter the devious minds behind cryptojacking, Peter. Yes. So essentially, this is some nefarious folks have figured out how to uh, co-opt other people's devices and machines to do some of the mining for them. And they do it in a very sneaky way. Uh, I mean, we've both, we obviously know about click fraud botnets, right? Sure. You, you're a user, you visit a site, there's some adware on there, some malicious ad, it drops a, you know, a code on there, and then you're part of a, a click fraud botnet. You don't even know it. Your browser is doing these things in the background. You don't even know what's going on. And it's sort of similar to what cryptojacking, uh, what it does. It's essentially you visit a site. According to you know most of the security researchers that have uh, have been talking about this, but you visit a site. There's there's code, malicious code running on those websites, and basically what, has, what happens is it gets it uses your browser, and you don't even know it. Your computer may start to slow down, and it impacts performance and everything like that. But uh, it's not it's it's bad. It's not like your data is getting exposed. It's not like you're totally owned. It's not ransomware, but it's still a nuisance. And there was a, a gentleman, an independent security researcher named Willem de Groot, who recently found that about 2,500 well-known sites were running cryptojacking code um, on the sites. And so, like when a visitor went to these sites for like, um, you know, vid- vi- uh, video editing software or whatever they would unknowingly get this code in their browser or these scripts would start running in their browser and and they would start doing bitcoin mining and then you know the memory and the cpu consumption starts going up and i think in this case degrood's uh research was uh, these scripts were that the crypto jacking campaign was actually for monero wasn't even for bitcoin but peter if bitcoin's as high as it is right now I mean, crypto jacking is going to probably take off, right? Well, I I mean, I I can't give you an
1: explicit example, but that said, I'm pretty sure I can recall that we've seen schemes and scams where people are taking over other people's systems to do Bitcoin mining or to do cryptocurrency mining, let's say. and if individuals can do that, exploit a, 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 a server or, or a home computer yep. and get it to run, you know, their mining software, uh, the, the obvious, I mean, to paraphrase another another famous uh, uh, characterization, if you're doing bit, if you're if you're trying to do crypto jacking and you're not using a botnet, that might be malpractice. Yeah, because. Anything you can do to get more access to more cycles, uh, for for no cost to you, yeah. is a is a win for you if you if that's what you're doing. Um, so yeah, th- ha- is it happening now?
0: Well, well I, I mean, it's definitely happening now, but it's happening in a way that to me seems very I don't want to say amateurish, um, because because in this particular campaign that I think Agard. Um, uh, Uh, security researchers from uh, AdGuard found a similar campaign or it was actually the same campaign I I believe And it was on it was on sites that I don't want to say they were of ill repute but they were like on on video streaming websites and ripper websites and things that like so so these people are going to these websites that may be a little bit uh, shady And all of a sudden, you know, their CPU usage is at like, you know, 90, 95%. Their fan starts, you know, kicking up, you know, your laptop looks like it's going to turn into a helicopter and go flying off, you know, flying off the desk because it's, it's, you know, it's running so hot and the fan's spinning. Um, But, but to me, that's, I mean, so how, who knows how many like, like individual um, concurrent systems were were running at the same time, um, having visited this site, or, you know, how how many were like how much computing power, like raw computing power, they actually were able to at- obtain by running this thing in the browser. And again, like these are laptops; they don't have high high, you know, uh, uh, high level GPUs. Um, you know, in some cases, I think there was one research report that talked about mobile phones being used, but. Yeah, you imagine, like, if a, if a sophisticated botnet get out, got out there and was infecting things like, you know, uh, desktops and, and, and devices that had a little bit more power, maybe had high-end or, or more powerful GPUs, then you could really do some damage, like you said. Um, so do you think, I mean, do you put on your prediction hat? Do you think that's probably already happening and we don't know about it? with the price the way it is i if it's if it's not currently
1: running in production for the for the uh, cyber criminals they're they're certainly working on it just because when 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 people are leaving stuff around that has value and and especially if the value of that stuff they're ly- leaving lying around is going up then un, you know the the sketchy folks of this world will look for ways to pick it up before the rightful owner can um i mean we see that again and again and again with computer crime cyber crime but it, it happens in real life too um ultimately part of me wants you know i i, re- I recall back you know mid-90s the internet was taking off the web it just opened up and yeah uh People were talking about the good old uh, days. Yeah, the good old days. But they were talking about digital, uh, uh, digital commerce and cyber electronic commerce and and uh, cyber trade transactions and all this kind of stuff. And one of the, sort of the golden the holy grail of, of a lot of the people who were working on it was to have some way to do f- to to make exchanges of fractional amounts of value. Yep because that way you could go click on a New York Times article, let's say, or uh, a comic strip or whatever, whatever piece of content you want. And while you're watching, or, or as you, before you can watch, you make this transaction of this fractional currency, like a 5 cent or 2 cents, or, or a fraction of a penny, because of course the internet was going to be huge, which it turned out it is. And if you have 4 billion people or 3 billion people connected, and one tenth of one percent of those want to get at your content then you can sell it for a fraction of a penny and you can make something that you know uh, w- let's see one million people looking at uh, your article about or our art- or, or, or listening or to our, the, yes yeah our listening podcast. listening to this podcast yes and every you know if one p pe- one million people were to listen to it and each of them pay us one penny that's. A lot of money i mean not a million dollars but it's a hundredth of a million dollars which is yeah. my math so my math processor not working this morning so
0: that's, no i that's feel it's a lot of man. computations and yeah. we don't have high power gpus in our heads yeah
1: but but the the fact remains <laughs> that 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 was that 20 25 years ago was seen as the way to make money on the internet was that yeah. you're gonna you're gonna put your content out there and that the you know the small fraction of this huge population we're going to look at it and so when i'm when in that context i'm looking at this whole jacking thing and thinking wow if only there were a way to monetize that for legitimate websites to make it a legitimate thing that you could say okay fine i'll give you 5% of my cpu yep. for the next 5 minutes in exchange for reading this article and w- whatever the value of my C- you know whatever the marginal value um, with a cap of how ma- what percentage of my CPU c- can take? I mean, I'd be happy to do that. I think it would it would be fine, even if it increased my my electric bills a little bit, because it wouldn't increase them as much as having you know having to pay extra for content from a particular website right, or service, right, as, right. as we're looking at with the prospect of net neutrality. Uh, currently going on right now. Currently going on right, yeah. as, right, right as this right as we speak, right this but. Second. Um, but, yeah, so I'd, I'd much rather see a way for, for that kind of exchange to happen. At the same time, I'm, you know, I'm, I, I'm a little bit cynical. I don't, I don't know that I would trust it any more than I would trust scammers who are taking it without asking for it.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, that, that's part of the problem. And, and both uh, DeGroote and other folks have, have sort of clued in on this. There's a the malicious actors that are running these cryptojacking um, schemes, you know, running the malware that it gets in the browser. They're they're not like they're not doing this all on their own. It's not like they came up with a program that does the mining. They actually are using something called it sounds like they're they're using something called Coinhive. It basically allows any website to turn into um, uh, like a, a crypto miner. The these crypto jacking campaigns have basically taken Coinhive and used it maliciously. And and that's, I mean, that's bad, like the, to your point, if someone said, oh, you can get a cut of Bitcoin mining, we just need a little extra, you know, if you, you were gonna democratize the internet and we're gonna li- use a little bit of your computing power, we're gonna create sort of a peer-to-peer network, like that'd be pretty cool. I, w- I would be down for that. I mean, my computer's already running slow um, <laughs> because of Chrome. I'm just kidding, I don't know that it's Chrome. I don't know that it's a memory leak, feels like it. Um, but, you know, but this idea that attackers are just gonna start coming at you and in some cases, making already poor performance even worse because they're, they're crypto jacking you, that's, that's not good. I mean, it's not, like I said, it's not ransomware, but like if you start, if Bitcoin takes off the way that it's been, if it continues, and more and more people are looking at doing this type of thing, I mean, you could have a lot. You could have a, a lot of people with a lot of performance issues, you know, wondering why their computer is running slow, crashing, why they can't get anything done. It's going to impact productivity. It's not. It's not going to. You're not going to be able to quantify it in billions and billions of r- ransomware. You know, ransoms paid, but it's going to hurt, and it's going to be a security issue. So,
1: we, Yeah, I think. I, I mean. I think the, issue, the security issue for me is the big one because I, everything else f- flows out of that. Like, do I trust this CoinHive bot to respect my boundaries? And I don't because I don't, I don't trust pretty much. Increasingly, I'm trusting no apps,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. Espe- especially nothing that I've paid for yeah. like that isn't explicitly open source. I,
0: I, you and I, <laughs> zero app. Well, so let me ask
1: you about the CoinHive. Sure. Now, does CoinHive get a cut of the amount that they... I believe they do, yeah. Yeah, see. Yeah. So for me, that's right there. It, it troubles me because... It, it
0: Actually, it, from what I understand, you're know, reading the coverage, it, it actually cl- keeps most of it. Uh. <laughs> and you, you get a tiny cut, or the website gets a, a tiny cut um yeah that's, that's kind not great that's not so cool that's that's unfortunate
1: so but but something like that which was w- w- which was developed openly and uh, with with uh, publicly stated standards and and uh, protocols might be more acceptable if only because it gives a lot of Uh, a lot of outlets, web outlets, an opportunity to monetize their content without, without, you know, it's one thing for uh, somebody who's looking at news to maybe get a subscription to one or two newspapers, let's say, you know, your local one and a national one. And then, well, do you want to subscribe to some some of these other magazines? Right. Well, it it doesn't take very many of those to before you start saying, wait a minute, I'm spending eight hundred dollars a year on subscriptions for content that is also like that I could also get for free if I get around the paywall or if I read it somewhere else or it's just not that good. But but if I'm paying a microtransaction, if I'm paying a fraction of a penny for uh, for articles that are being viewed by hundreds or thousands or even hundreds of thousands of people, then the, the outlets are getting their payday and it's not, it's not, it's not hurting me in my pocketbook. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like I, for now I don't trust that that's going to happen anytime soon.
0: No, no. I, and I should note that as, uh, DeGroote discovered a coin hive, I guess they require a unique ID to actually have an account. And of the nearly 2,500 infected websites that he found, 85% of them were linked to two CoinHive accounts. <laughs> so it's not even like widespread throughout like a number of different, like hackers, attackers, cyber criminals, whatever you want to call them. It seems like it's pretty concentrated right now. And to, to close this out, uh, we got some research not too long ago from uh, security vendor uh, Wendera, um enterprise uh, mobile security vendor. And they had said that they, that, that they were starting to see crypto, uh, crypto jacking script running on uh, mobile devices. About, they did a, 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 some research, I think they did a survey, and said um, about a quarter of, uh, of, of organizations had at least one uh, mobile device that was running uh, crypto jacking scripts like like this quarter. I mean, that's that's wow. pretty crazy. So, yeah, it looks like this is only going to increase as the price of Bitcoin increases. Um, go ahead. And, and by the same token,
1: some of this is going to go away as the price of Bitcoin decreases.
0: Yeah, and we'll see if it does. I mean, yeah, it's it's dipped down below seventeen thousand. I think it's about sixteen something right now. So it's, it, I don't want to say it's leveled off because you look at the graph and it's still, I mean, wow. Um, but but it, it's the past couple yeah. of days. It looks like it's it's plateaued a little bit as it approached um, seventeen. So, but,
1: well, yeah, part of that is, I I suspect has to do with the opening of, of futures oh, trading yeah. Yeah. That, that that will help and, and that's what every what the pundits were all saying was that that's going to help with the somewhat with the volatility i'm not convinced I, I i believe that there's a good chance that there's still plenty of room to go up but i also believe pretty strongly that it's not going to stay up
0: but it could we'll see we'll, we'll see we'll see yeah peter Thank you for discussing uh, crypto jacking in part two of our our Bitcoin discussion. Always good to talk about crypto. (laughs) Cryptocurrencies (laughs) as well as cryptography. And and Bitcoin. And Bitcoin. Uh, And making money. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) And thank you to the readers and listeners of Search Security. I'm Rob Wright, and we will see you next time.